girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because I want to talk about one thing that I believe if you focus on, you can make whatever the hell you want happen in your life. Whether that is in your career, in your business, in your health, in your relationships, honestly, anything. And for whatever reason, we don't talk about this enough, but I really am feeling a lot of this in this particular season of life that I'm in. And even if we're not in a similar season of life, I feel as if you're going to be able to take from this episode something that's really applicable to you right now. And I want to kind of set the stage here. So I'm pre-recording episodes of this podcast because we're expecting our first baby boy sometime around November 3rd. So at the time that this episode is released, I could already have birthed him into the world, which is so wild. Um, and if we're connected on Instagram, I'm sure I've posted pictures if he's already here. Um, but if I've gone completely rogue and silent on Instagram stories, it might be because I'm literally birthed him at the time that you're listening to this, which is so wild. But the reason I say this is not because we're going to talk about birth or becoming a mom, because I know that's not applicable to everyone, but more so what I'm learning in real time and how important it is for me to focus on self-trust rather than certainty. And I feel like this is going to really resonate with you. So I was talking with a woman named Lauren. She is actually a human design expert. And I was doing a reading with her because I'm just really interested in all sorts of self-awareness tools. So both my husband, Zena, and I did a human design reading and it was mind-blowing. And you can Google it. I'm really bad at explaining human design, but if you're interested, go Google it and I can give you like Lauren's information if you want to go do a design reading with her. Anyways, we were talking about certainty. And she said something that really resonated with me. She said, the opposite of uncertainty isn't certainty, it's self-trust. Let me say that again. The opposite of uncertainty isn't certainty, it's self-trust. And when you really think about that, how freaking true is it? But we're going through life craving certainty and certainty is not real. Think about all of the curveballs that you've been dealt in your life, like in your personal life. Think about the last week even where you like you expected something to go a certain way and it went a totally different way and it was completely outside of your control, but we're going through life and that's what we're craving so often as humans, right? We apply for that job and we want to know when we're applying that we're going to get it or that promotion. We want to know that we're going to get it or we reach out to that person that we match with on a dating app and we want to know that that's our person for forever or we reach out to someone that we want to get coffee with like a girlfriend And we want to know that this person's going to be like our friend for forever. We just want this certainty so often. But in reality, that's not real. So if we're constantly going through life seeking certainty, I feel as if we're going to get let down often. And that standard of wanting something that is literally unattainable is not really helpful. And for me right now, you know, at the time, like that I said, I'm recording this episode, I haven't given birth to baby boy yet. And I've noticed that even when I think about how I can set myself up for success mentally, 
is, you know, I really want to do an unmedicated childbirth and I do not need any stories in my DMs. If I haven't given birth yet, I don't want to hear any stories of like horror stories of that or anything like that. I'm not asking for commentary. I'm just saying that's what I personally want to do. So I've been thinking a lot about the fact that it's like, I've got this plan that my husband and I have talked a lot about of like, what's our game plan going into the delivery room? Well, we want certain things, but it's like, I have to be very willing to adapt because there's a lot of things that I can't control. And I think there's a lot of beauty in having a plan, but knowing that the plan could change. Because obviously, if there's health risks to me or the baby, then we'll deal with what we need to deal with. There are emergencies that come up. There are things that you literally cannot control. This is not my birth. This is the baby's birth, right? There's a lot that I can say that I want, but we'll see how it goes, right? And of course, we'll do a whole episode on the whole birth story after he's actually born. Um, But what I was thinking about is how can I create an environment where I can trust myself the most? And that led us into a conversation of who would we allow in the birth room, not who we think we should allow in the birth room, right? As in like in the, we're getting, um, we're having him in a hospital and I'm like, who do I think I need to have? Because that's what's quote unquote, right. Right. Or because that person should be invited. And who do I want to have around me so that I can feel like I trust myself and that I can be in the best environment to have the outcome that we want to have, our most desired outcome? And I don't think we often think through things like that because of these underlying people pleasing tendencies. And because I think we're just afraid of letting people down. But when I go back to this idea that I can't have anything be certain but I can set up an environment for me to trust myself more. I know the type of environment where I trust myself more, whether that's in the birth room or that's when I'm calling my shot on a big goal in my career, in my business, right? Like I know the people that I'm going to loop into my big vision because they're going to pour fuel on my fire versus the people that when I've got a really big idea, I'm probably not going to tell that person in the infancy of the idea Because in the infancy of an idea, things are really fragile, right? Like I've got this idea of something that I want to do in 2024 and I immediately knew who should I tell that's going to just add fuel to this fire of something that I want to do in my business in 2024. And I could feel like, oh my gosh, like if I tell this person, I know they're going to think this is such a good idea and they're just going to be so excited and they're going to contribute to this idea and like it's going to get bigger. But then I also know that there's people in my life that won't understand it. They won't understand my vision. And I think that's part of self-trust is curating an environment that's supportive toward what you want to do or the outcome that you want to have because you can't control things and create certainty of an outcome. I can't control whether something that I have an idea in my business about is going to be successful. There's some aspects of it that I can control. Right? I can do market research and make sure that this is something that the community wants. I can you know, make sure that I'm creating the best product or program or service or offer or whatever that I can. I can put my whole heart into it. I can do a lot of these things, but there are some things that I just can't control. Girl, if you are anything like me, you might find out about a company or a product that you love and then you want to tell all of your girlfriends. So I feel really excited when I get to tell you about things that I love. You've probably heard me on the show talk about ClearStem before. This is my favorite skincare line. It's completely non-toxic with no hormone disruptors, which I know a lot of you, maybe you specifically care about. And it's also anti-acne with anti-aging. And I use so many of their products. I literally use their face wash, their scrub, 
I love their serums. They have one that's called Bounce Back, which is kind of like their Botox serum, but again, without all the crap in it. And their moisturizers. I could literally rave till the end of time. And especially if you just love a good nighttime skincare routine, Hydraberry moisturizer. You wash your face, put this moisturizer on at night and let it seep into your pores and you wake up and your skin feels like a baby butt. It's so juicy and nice. I love it so much. And what I found has been really difficult for me to find until Clearstem created it was non-toxic sunscreens. And they've got one called Sunnyside that just brushes onto your face, which is also great. You can use it for kids and you can put it on over the top of your makeup. And then they have a really amazing sunscreen that also is non-toxic. Um, that's not a brush on. It's an actual like... Um, like like a wet sunscreen, you know what I mean? Anyway, I highly recommend that you check out their line. They're so big on education. They post amazing content on their website. They've got skin quizzes and all sorts of resources to help you get to the root cause of what might be causing some of your skin issues, but they also just have amazing products that can help you with anything that you're working through. So head to clearstemskincare.com. Make sure you use code Kasia, K-A-C-I-A. That'll get you a sweet discount on all of the products, and that's how you help support the show. So let me know if you have any questions, and if you snag something, one of my favorite things is when you slide into my DMs and you're like, Kate, where has this skincare company been my whole life? I love this product too. Um, Cause I just love knowing what you're vibing with. Now, without further ado, let's dive back into the show. Just like going into a birth, I can have a game plan and we can write out a birth plan and I can talk to my OBs about it and I can do research and I can support myself mentally and I can try and be in the best health that I can. But there are some things that I just can't control. So I have to release that because I'm not going through life focused on certainty. I'm focused on self-trust, right? Which means you're going to probably have to take inventory of the people around you more frequently because if you want to trust yourself, it's difficult when there's a lot of noise around you. Because I've noticed that even like with anxiety going into birth and becoming a new mom and thinking like, how am I going to do this with building a business? And I was thinking a lot about like, where does that anxiety come from? And if I'm quiet and I listen to the anxiety, the anxiety is not my own voice. Have you ever thought about that? Where like, maybe you're feeling anxious about something or you're feeling doubtful about something. But when you actually slow down and quiet your mind, you recognize that those thoughts that you're thinking are not even actually your own voice. For example, a lot of the anxiety about going into birth is because of the projected, like the projected media out there, right? Like think about birth. You don't hear anyone say like, it was amazing. I loved it so much. I mean, you hear some people say that, but that's not the main narrative. Think about all of the movies and all of the TV shows where like you see women just like screaming. They're like, this is crazy. It's horrible, right? Or even the content on social media where it's talking about how horrible pregnancy is and how hard it is and all this stuff. And I'm not saying that those things aren't true. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion, but that mainstream media focus causes anxiety in new moms or expecting moms like me right? Where I'm like, wait a second, am I feeling anxiety because I, as Keisha, feel that anxiety? Or am I feeling anxiety because of this collective pressure and socialization of what birth and like becoming a new mom is going to be like? And I'm again, I'm not saying that it's not going to be hard. And for those of you listening into this that are in like that season of newborn phase, I'm not discrediting that it's going to be difficult. But I'm saying when you're feeling anxiety, where is that actually coming from? Is it coming from you or is is it coming from this out like outside external noise 
that's not allowing you to trust yourself and your own intuition and your ability to figure things out. And, you know, there's so many of you that are in my text community that like I spend a lot of time responding to texts, which if you didn't know, I have a text community where basically I send out little inspo texts every Sunday evening and then randomly throughout the week. And if you want to join the community, you can just text the word START to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word START to 512-548-2728. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Um, But what's cool about it is I send out these inspo texts, but also there are so many of you that reply to the text or you ask me questions, you fill me in on what's going on in your world. I love getting to connect with you through the text list because it's just a fun way for us to really have this like two-way communication. Like we're girlfriends chatting over text, right? And there have been so many of you recently that are telling me that you have people in your life that are telling you to be more realistic about your career choices. Like people, whether it's your parents or your like, you know, siblings or your aunt or your uncle or whatever, who's telling you like your job should be something that you that like you just get through. Like people don't love their jobs. That statement is not true. There are people that love their jobs. I love what I do, right? And I'm sure you can think of a lot of people. Maybe you do love what you do. It doesn't have to be that you're an entrepreneur. You could literally love what you do. Everything has parts of it that kind of suck, right? But like you can overall love what you do. So when you've got this idea in your head that you should just suffer through in your career, is that thought even yours? Is that voice yours? Or whose voice is it? It's your moms, it's your stepdads, it's your sisters telling you that that's how your career should be. That's not even your voice, right? You're you're adopting somebody else's belief as your own. I want you to trust yourself. If you've got this inner feeling that's telling you, no, I want to love my career. I want to love my job. Well, guess what? You need to tap into that self-trust. You can't get certainty that the next job that you have or the next position that you take is going to be your forever thing. In fact, I think it probably won't because as humans, we're constantly evolving. Just like I don't think your business, the product, program, service, offer, thing that you have right now, that's not going to be the thing that you're doing for forever because you're going to evolve. You can't get certainty in forever, but you can learn to trust yourself and trust your own intuition and drown out those voices in your head that are telling you something different that you don't believe is true. Do I believe that birth is going to be hard? Yes. Do I believe that I'm capable of doing it the way that I want? Also, yes. Does that mean that I'm craving certainty that if I only do it this way, then that's the quote unquote successful way for me to do it? Absolutely not because I can't get certainty, but I can get trust in myself that I can create the best environment that I can have to give me the outcome that I want. And if that outcome isn't like possible because of circumstances beyond my control, then I'm going to roll with it. But one thing that I can always control is the voices in my head that that are driving the beliefs that I have. I don't believe that I'm supposed to go through life just, you know, getting by and getting to the end being like, phew, made it. I don't believe that I'm supposed to go through the motions in my career and kind of sort of be into my job. Even back when I worked in the corporate world, I had so many people around me that were like, Keisha, this is just what we do. My now husband included. 
right? Like not everybody loves their jobs and, you know, you just kind of work your way up and get through the day and like count down the days till Friday, right? Like he wasn't directly saying that, but he didn't understand why I felt so confused in this job that on paper made sense when I knew intuitively that I wanted more. He totally gets it now. We're talking 15 years later, right? But like early on in my career, he didn't get it. But I couldn't let his voice, like the person that I'm closest with in, in my life, I couldn't let his voice dictate what was possible for me or dictate my next move, right? So when you catch yourself thinking anxious thoughts or craving certainty, I want you to say, how can I focus on self-trust? Because self-trust is not going to come when other people's voices are dictating your choices, Right When other people's projections are becoming beliefs that you have of what you're capable of or what's possible for you or what your life path should be. Gosh, I'm getting fired up and hopefully I don't accidentally get him to come out as I'm recording this podcast. But truly, right? The opposite of uncertainty isn't certainty. You cannot get certainty in life. You cannot start the thing with a guaranteed success rate. You cannot call your shot on the thing, know that it's absolutely going to work out. You cannot expect that any new relationship, whether it's a friendship or any type of relationship, is going to work out exactly the way that you want it to. But what you can trust is your own intuition. You can take inventory on the voices in your head. You can curate an environment that's conducive and supportive towards how you want to think, right? And to use the childbirth example... I do not watch content on social media where you see negative things about childbirth right now as I'm about to be like giving birth anytime, right? Or could have at the time that this episode is released, could have already given birth. I do, I turn off movies or like hospital shows. I love, oh, my husband and I love hospital shows, but I do not watch scary things about pregnancies right now because I'm curating an environment in my head that's conducive and supportive towards how I want to feel. As you can imagine, putting myself out there on social media and talking about my pregnancy, I get a lot of unsolicited advice. But you know what I do? I don't read things that are stories that I don't want to hear right now. I don't need commentary from people that have their own opinions about how I should be doing something. I'm not... Like, I'm not tolerating that. Just like early on in my career, when people in my life that I love so freaking much did not understand my ambition or did not understand why I wanted to leave good and go for great in my career, I couldn't let their voices dictate my beliefs. I had to trust myself while nothing was certain that if I made that move or I left, like my last corporate job was in um, 2015. I left Google in April of 2015. That was my last corporate job. I had no certainty that it would work out, but I believed in myself and I want that for you. Instead of going through life craving certainty, I want you to drown out the noise from other people. When you're feeling anxiety or you're feeling doubt or you're feeling skepticism or you're feeling like, I don't know if I can do this. Is that your voice or is that somebody else's voice? Because that person, they have the best of intentions. I truly do believe that people are doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. But is the person who's driving the freaking like ship of your life, weird analogy, but the person who is helping support the ideas that you're thinking in your head, is that person living a life that you actually want to be living? 
that person might not understand you. And it's not because they don't care about you. It's because they might not understand your vision because they weren't gifted the same vision that you were gifted. Whether that's in something like giving birth to a baby in a hospital, wanting to do it unmedicated, or that's you starting a podcast, or that's you switching career paths, or that's you moving to a new city, or that's you getting out of that relationship, even though you're 35 and you know that you don't want to be with that person anymore. Maybe that's you not having kids. I don't know what it is for you, but girl, drown out the noise of other people and stop going through life craving certainty and start trusting your damn self little by little. This episode really just took a curveball in a lot of different directions, <laughs> but I hope that it was helpful for you. This is me just spouting off from my heart because the thing is, what happens with putting your reps in is you trust yourself. I'm not going to listen to this episode back. I never listen to my podcast episodes back. I didn't have notes in front of me outside of one line that I wrote down. And I'm just talking to you like we're sitting across from each other at coffee date. Right. And I'm just really passionate. And I might have just knocked over your Americano because I'm like screaming about self trust. But I love you. And I want you to know, especially if you're in the beginning of something new or you're learning how to flex a muscle that you've never flexed, maybe that muscle is you're really working around these people pleasing tendencies that you've had for a long time. Or maybe you are calling your shot on something new in your career or in your business, or you're just doing something a little bit against the grain of your current peer group. It's going to feel hard at the beginning because you haven't put your reps in. Self-trust also comes from keeping promises to yourself to do the thing that you said that you're going to do after the feeling that you said it in is gone, right? So you've got this. If there's one thing that you can focus on, It's self-trust. And I truly believe with every morsel of my body that you can do whatever the hell you put your mind to. Stop looking for certainty. Certainty is not possible. You can have a plan, but know that the plan might change. This is a pep talk to you. And this is a pep talk to me too. I love you. I'm rooting for you. And I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.